and boop and boop we are taping podcast well well yes, we well are. welcome to your take is excrement the live edition well or the recorded the, the video edition <laughs> the only show where you too can feel like shit yeah <laughs> I, it is it is the month of shit the it day is a of safe shit. space for shit the the hour of shit but before if you're we, shit, welcome to welcome. the home, the but home of bullshit. Before we get into to more shit, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Uh, hashtag Machine Age Productions and their RPG, or, Machine Age Productions and their their RPG hashtag I Hunt um, and Amy Dream Studio, the Etsy store. Uh, it's uh, we'll talk about both of them later on. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> welcome to the poop stream. The poop stream. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so, um, earlier this, uh, week I was at a record store and I was thumbing through some CDs. They were cheap. They mm-hmm. were a dollar each. And I was like, wow, I have, I have like $5 at least. <laughs> um, so I was like, I could get like a couple CDs, which I don't need. Cause I could just go onto my phone and listen to literally <laughs> anything at any point. Um, but I did buy a Limp Biscuit CD and then we did li- listen to, some of that we limped the biscuit we did and and uh and i i don't know i've been thinking a lot about about fred and woodstock 99 and all of that shit um did you you watch that i watched i didn't watch the netflix one i watched the hbo one um the woodstock yeah the woodstock 99 hbo one because i know there's a new netflix one is there yeah that people are talking about no i love the moment where where it's it's fred right uh yes where where Freddie Boy is like on stage, <laughs> Fredward, Fredward, Fredward Baggins. Oh, um, okay. And he's he, a little hobbit of a man, and he's like looking out at the crowd, and he's like, "I could, I could incite some violence." And then he looks backstage at the people trying to get him to stop, and he looks back at out the crowd, and then he looks backstage, and you see like his eyes have changed. Give and, me something to break. And, and he just looks at the crowd, and it's just like, end it tear it all like he's just like tear it all down burn it down (laughs) wreck it Um, i am going to incite the biggest fucking riot yeah well okay so before we continue also something to mention is this is the first time we're ever coming at you with a visual element if you're on youtube or twitch uh, you're potentially seeing this visually, mm-hmm. which is cool and fun. But if you're on Podbean and you're listening to this later, hello, um, enjoy that drive. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> and, but there is, if you're enjoying it on Podbean, um, one of our regular iTunes listeners or some shit, um, <clears throat> you should know that there is a YouTube channel and we have visuals now. If you ever want to, for the uh, first time, if you want, ever want to look upon us in despair, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a possibility now with I the am, mo- uh, miracles of modern technology. I am Ozymandias and this is my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> look upon my works in despair. Okay. Now in, in the words of Fred Durst though, tear it all down though. Tear it all down. Let's tear it all down. Come on. Let's tear it down. In the words of Fred Durst. Let's fuck uh, it up. Come I don't on. actually listen to a lot of Limp Biscuit, to be entirely honest with Why you. Why not? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I I'm I'm, I'm 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 one of those one of those people where if I want new metal, I just kinda listen to to System of Down and then move on. Oh. Yeah, you know, that's fair. That's fair. Um um I disagree. 
You do completely. Oh yeah, no Limp Bizkit's good actually. Um, I don't. I, I didn't say they were bad. I just don't listen to a lot of them. No, uh, no, they're good actually. Um, music, it turns out, is generally pretty good. I, I, I rarely hear anything that I, I, I feel is is not super like good. <laughs> so uh, I guess I was on a I was on a work trip. Yeah, with my coworker. We were talking about country, and I was talking about how much I hate like pop country. Yeah, because that's like the one musical genre that I just can't stand. Uh, and then like for the hour ride car ride we were in, yes, where he had the aux cable, we were just listening to like Brad Presley and shit, <laughs> okay. and I was like about I'm, to rip my ears it. off. <laughs> I'm gonna end it. <laughs> um, no, I understand. I, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, as someone who who also struggles, well, I always find stuff like that at least somewhat uh, entertaining. Even if shit, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just like sounds, but um, do you remember? Like, God, it would have been like well over a year ago now. Um, you remember we were all um, on acid, mm-hmm. which is a drug, um, and <laughs> sorry. Uh, <Yeah>. and <laughs> so we were all on acid, and um, we were playing with a little. What is what are those things called with the little with the little you know, the thick, the fucking thing with the, the little plink, plink, plink. Oh yeah. The fidget toy. Yeah. That little thing. Anyway, it made noises and one of the keys was broken. Oh no, 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 no. The, the, like the finger piano. Yeah. The finger piano. Yeah. It's not Mancala, is it? I don't, I should know this. I don't know. All right. I'm dumb and I don't know. I got my lobotomy at Claire's. (laughs) Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I anyway my my point with this is uh the person I was dating at the time like Kalimba. Oh, Kalimba. Yes, Kalimba. Uh but anyway, the person I was dating at the time was like fucking with the broken key just like to frustrate me <laughs> and I was like fuck you. Like <laughs> <laughs> stop it. No, no. Like I understand microtonal is like the thing right now, but I don't want to hear it. Like well, how that how that worked is is we were talking about what notes we were. So May handed everybody this piano and we all were like, this is my note, bink, whatever. And then she was like, this is my note, bink. And then May ju- leaped up and said, it's fucking broken. Let me fix it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Which is fairly accurate, I think, to my <laughs> my bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um so, oh boy, I, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um, so how was DC? Tell me about DC. Oh, DC was it was hot and muggy, and I turns out so I was in the top secret building, and it turns <laughs> out top secret escorts don't like questions. So I'd be like, so do y'all manage all of this, or or does every branch have their do own? Y'all fuck each other or you know, what? I, no, I was like, I was like, do y'all manage <laughs> all this, or do like other branches have their own versions of this building? Yeah, and he was like, I don't know. I was like, how does this work? I don't know. How does this work? I don't know. Stop asking questions. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and do your job. Um, so do y'all like fuck? Who, who's the top? Who's, who's, who's the top? Who's um, the top? No. Speaking of acid and and me working on military bases, yes. I'm really excited for when I 
for when my job tries to get me top secret clearance and I have to sit down at a lie detector and they're going to ask me, have you ever done any illicit drugs? And, and I'm going like, to have to be like, be like, yes, sir. Um, this one time, here's the date. I did acid. I did acid this date. I did psychedelic this shrooms this date. This I did date? acid this date. Uh, recently, I bought, <laughs> I bought acid and my mom threw it away when she was visiting. <laughs> Before I could do it, I it. can't seem to stop doing meth, sir. <laughs> like, no, so <laughs> guaranteed to 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 lose me ma- that job. Yeah. You know? Well, no. Worst case scenario, this don't give me top secret clearance, and I don't get to like go in Cheyenne Mountain, uh, which is fine by me. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about working on military bases. To be entirely honest, I'm I I like working on other jobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it seems like it would be a little bit stressful. Well, a little bit. Yeah. So yesterday I went to a thrift store and I saw a lot of really amazing things. Um, one of the things I saw was somebody had made a picture of like their kids uh, huddled around Christ. <laughs> And it was like huge wall size. Uh-huh. And so it was just like a photograph of their children <laughs> huddled around <laughs> Jesus. Why didn't why, why didn't you buy it? Because uh, it was like a hundred bucks. Uh, and I was like, you know, I, I get it. The art market is is pricey. Um Thank you for subscribing, Erica. Uh yeah. Um so that was one of the amazing things I saw. Um, another amazing thing is I was fiddling around with this like jacket, <coughs> and in I, I felt the pocket of the jacket, mm-hmm. and I was like, "There's something in this motherfucking pocket." So I like unzipped it and reached my hand in there, and I found a chapstick. <laughs> Hell yeah, gamer. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's a really fucked up thing to find in a pocket in, in a thrift store. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why this is something I needed to tell you, but I did. I did need you to know. You found some chapstick in a pocket? I found some chapstick in a pocket. It I, was fine. You know, honestly, I love cha- I love pocket chapstick. I love, I love whenever I reach into a pocket and I find something. Oh, it always yeah. makes my day. I had, this is disgusting. But uh, in my winter jacket, I left a granola bar in there for like three years, and every every year I'd reach my hand in the pocket, and be like, "Oh, it's this, it's this, like it's the same granola, up bar. granola bar." <laughs> and then it's that's like, not and great. And it's like I'm not by a trash can, so I can't throw it away right now. Then I'd forget about it because it was in like the breast pocket. Oh my lord! I mean, it was still like wrapped up and sealed, so it wasn't like you know, like rotting food. It was just yeah in the in the wrapper. <laughs> Um, this is unrelated. Uh, I've been watching the Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. How many of those are they going to make? A lot. Um, (laughs) but this one is kind of good, but at the same time, it's got me doing a lot of like really bad thoughts. Uh, and I don't mean like murderous thoughts, like I'm going to kill somebody, but Uh I mean, I mean like I, I have, I have negative thoughts about the future of entertainment (laughs) cause like I'm watching it and I'm like, oh boy, howdy. Like, are they really, um, just like, there's like this dramatic music and there's like all this buildup and it's like a horror movie (laughs) and you're like. He killed like a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like for real. Well, I, like, and and I've seen the pictures. Um, I don't know. I remember watching my friend Dahmer with my ex. Oh boy, how I saw that as well. She was like, "Wow, this is really impactful," and I was like, "This is shit." 
This is like apologetics for Dahmer. Uh, well, I don't understand why everybody's fucking simping for him all the time. And here's my question. Here's what here's what genuinely burns my biscuits, all right? <laughs> burns my biscuits. Burns my biscuits. <laughs> when are people Let's go. When, when, when are true crime people gonna get into the to the peak alpha males of murder and, and, and get into lone wolf terrorists? Like, like I want, I want, I, I want to, I want like, you know, I guess I did just make the Ted Kaczynski movie. I should watch that. But uh, like, yeah, we got to watch the Ted Kaczynski. I, when is there going to be like thousands of hours of like witchy girls simping over, over my man, Ted? Ted deserves better. Uh, Bundy? I like, I, I, yeah, I. Or, or. Uh, or do you mean uh, Kaczynski? Did I say Bundy? I thought I meant. I thought I said Kaczynski. I was. Well, no. I'm asking you. Do you stand Ted Bundy? No. Why not? Because. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> See, and here's here's yeah. here's my here's my defense of uh-huh. of more more uh, um more lone wolf terrorists in in true crime media. Okay. They have an ethos, right? Like like it's they're fucked up in like deranged but at least they have an ideology and it, this is true <laughs> and, you know, this like Bomber's just like oh you like to eat little boys well like and, I, and like ted kaczynski's like society's so fucked up i have to stop it i'm gonna mail bombs to professors <laughs> well like i used to have this thought where i was well i mean i feel like everybody did or at least mm-hmm. that that's kind of the way this was sold was like Serial killers are so interesting. I, What's going on inside <laughs> their mind? We must know the de- the intricate details of the the brain circuitry that leads a man to uh, kill several women uh, with his hands, and and it's like misogyny. Yeah, well, it, also, misogyny. Like, it's easy. Yeah, like well, I could do it. Misogyny. Well, and it's also, easy. Everyone's like. They're masterminds and shit. Where yeah, it's like, and it's like no, no, they're not they're that fucking... smart. It's just it just goes to show how fucking stupid cops well, it's, are. It's I said this in my video where I was like, uh, you know, um, there's a drill tweet that's like, I, I <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry that I suggested that uh, we should uh, at least give ISIS the like uh, the benefit of the doubt of some kind <laughs> for for like how good they are at murder. Like uh, we should. <laughs> you don't have to give it to him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you, I, you do not, in fact, have to hand it to him. No, not, um, <laughs> not really. Um, it's kind of like that with Ted Bundy. It's like there's not actually anything there that's great to care about. So, like, it's so fucked up how, like, 40 fucking years ago or whatever, this was something that women genuinely were like, we're going to die. (laughs) Right. We're all going to die. And now um, we're still like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like now it's just lone wolf, like white supremacists lone with wolf guns, incel white supremacists. Yeah, exactly. Who watched the movie, uh, what Fuck Club, directed by uh, Cuck Palinick, uh, written by Cuck Palinick? I don't know. <laughs> I'm anyway, and then they make very good decisions. Yeah, like TM, TM, good choices all around. Yeah, uh, we love a good decision you know i 
I think Andrew Tate was allowed to fester for a bit too long on the internet. You, but we, you've been on a tear about Andrew Tate. I fucking hate that ball. <laughs> Let's go. He can burn in fucking okay, hell. Okay, so we're gonna fight. We're there. gonna fight Andrew Tate gonna, right now. He, he'd win because he's I, kickboxer. But is uh, wait? So he's. Uh, but I, I'd bring a knife to a kickbox fight. He <laughs> he's off a lot of the internet. Yeah, now, he got right? deplatformed. So like. But it's like Alex Jones, right? It took fucking forever for Alex Jones to get deplatformed. Like, and even it's like Ben Shapiro and the the Charlie Sheen and the other fucking right wing grifting reactionary. Like, it's been so hard to like get them off of platforms. And at least yeah, like, with with Andrew Tate, they did it relatively quickly. In the grand scheme of like yeah, the internet. Well, getting rid of shitty people. The the thing is, the the right has to do this thing where they're like, okay, we want to say uh, that we should like lynch people, and that's cool. Um, but if we said that, we would definitely get kicked off the platform. And Andrew Tate's over there, like, I'm gonna fucking lynch people. Yeah. and sex traffic women. Right, and and so Ben Shapiro's like, my dude, I agree with you, but if we say it differently <laughs> then no one will know Ben Shapiro's like uh, you're, you're, you're saying the quiet part loud uh, Andrew you're saying Andrew, the quiet Andrew, part you're saying loud the, you're saying the quiet part loud Andrew, Andrew everyone Andrew. has a five and a half inch penis <laughs> oh wow thank you for subscribing House of Rage I am back let's go BB oh 15 months wow that's Hell a long yeah, fucking gamer. time gamer yeah holy shit um no but <laughs> I no, the reason I'm on I, I've been on Andrew Tate Terror is one of my coworkers was like, yeah, he's just really funny. I've been watching a lot of him, and I've been like, how do I? And he, he was like twenty one, and like just kind of like homeschooled by like hyper fundamentalist religious parents. And I was like, all right, I have like two weeks of working with you. How do I deprogram you? Like, how do I? So I've, I just spent like every waking moment like, how the fuck do I deprogram this dude? Like, how do I break him out of this cycle? Ted Kaczynski was actually a uh, a femboy. Listen. He liked to fuck. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Ted Kaczynski got ultraed. Uh, he well, listen. He he actually was a femboy who liked to fuck. Come on, Ted, please, Teddy in the cat ears. Please let me have it. He's yeah in the cat ears. Yeah. Well, I know everybody's doing this lately, but also I think he was like actually kind of a piece of shit, right? Like that's yeah. the bit. Um, no, well he is non not standable. Um, oh, Teddy, no, no. Well, no one is. Standable, well, and like, though. why do all Don't the stand why anyone? do all of the significant lone wolf terrorists got to be right wing shit heels? This is the question I've been asking since low the birth of the <laughs> internet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I got a I got a Twitter DM the other day that that pissed me off. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was like, I want to talk about it on the podcast because I have uh, a a I guess I have like a sensitivity issue mm -hmm. when other people give me. So apparently, someone got mad at me and was like, "You're a fucking idiot because you said that Requiem for a Dream is war on drugs propaganda." I haven't seen the movie, and I know that. Well. So, uh, and they were like, it's clearly anti-war on drugs propaganda. You're an idiot. And so I, I just wanted to say it, it, like, I don't think that, uh, okay. Have you ever done drugs? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, listen, um, <clears throat> 
is it war on drugs propaganda though? I I implied that in a joking manner once upon a time, but uh, what I would probably say about it is that it's not uh, that it's war on drugs propaganda. It's it has a very non nuanced approach to the concept. A lo- most people that have like hideous drug problems or whatever. Uh, don't just like do it until they die like really quick. They do it for like a long fucking time. A lot of people do it for like their entire lives Mm -hmm. and they bounce back and forth between doing it and not doing it, doing it, not doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's like just kind of a factor and a fact of their life. And the idea that if you start doing like hard drugs in the matter of literal no time, you'll be going ass to ass is fucking insane. <laughs> like that's fucking insane. That's not how that shit goes. Um, now I have seen black metal veins and in black metal veins, there's a scene where a guy is, is fingering a prostitute while getting, uh, injected heroin in his neck. Huh? And that shit was pretty good. My favorite movie uh, about about drugs is uh, Mandy. Do do acid go murder cultists? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um, no, I I feel like I've been seeing the Mandy influence start to appear in movies now. Have you have you felt this? I don't like like, like in what movies like 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 what have you seen um, it in? Well, yeah, I don't I don't know how to describe it. I would say that it's like there's this. Um, there's this face forwardness um, mm-hmm. in stuff now. Uh, there, a lot of directors that I really like now are kind of doing this big thing where they're like, "Yeah, we uh, we like uh, don't care what you think about the subject matter. We're gonna make something that's fucked up and and cool in our own way." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like that face forwardness, I mm-hmm. feel like is I don't know. For whatever reason, I associate Mandy with that. But what? Uh, my friend up in Denver, Chris. Yes. Uh, we need to watch Mandy with him. Okay. It's, we have a runny bit that he's a cult leader. That uh, Chris is a cult leader? That Chris. My friend Chris, shout out Chris up in Denver, is a cult leader. And so, okay. and so, and so we all, all my, me and all my internet friends, we, we all want to show Mandy. Because that's... that's because like, he needs... Yeah. Okay, I, he, I see. He needs... Does anyway. he pull his dick out in front of women no, th- and then no, get laughed no, at? No, Because he, has, he only has a five and a half inch penis? No, he has the yellow tinted <laughs> aviators, though. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, well, that's similar. More... Oh, so more Jonestown, less... Okay. I yeah. got... Gotcha. <laughs> okay. No, I've been doing a lot of really messy research lately. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. Um... I, I got to do the cartel shit next. And and so this is... I'm going to experiment, I guess, with this argument here for a second. And I want to see what you think right. about it. But Speaking of the CIA. So I read a I read a book. Well, I didn't read the whole thing, but I read about half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was all I could get in the free preview. Uh, I, could, <laughs> I could have paid $45 to buy a translated copy of it. But I was like... Or I could just read exactly as much as this PDF will allow. Um... But anyway, the the book was about how cartels are not real. The cartel is not real. And I was like, well, if that's true, if the cartel is actually not real, then um, fucking every every one of these motherfuckers on the internet that's like, ooh, the cartel, ooh, the cartel, Mm. is full of shit. Uh, And that would be amazing. 
Well, so I was like, I got to know more. So I read into it, and apparently, uh, just like the CIA did with crack here, mm-hmm. uh, the cartel is like, there's this image painted of like a, you know, like kind of a farmer dude with a Gucci shirt who's yeah. like, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, you know, down home cartel boss. Mm-hmm. And if anybody fucks with me, I do kill them in horribly gruesome ways. Right. But also, I just do it for the money. And um, and it's like some big network. Like, think, there's all these examples of all these people historically who were like cartel bosses and cartel leaders. But the the truth is there are, there are many, many cartels. Like, right. tons of no, them. No, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's literal not, shitloads it's, of them. It's not like a unified thing. So if there are literal shitloads of them, then that means that there are none of them. Because actually, they're just groups of, like, narcos, well, right? So I think... So it's just like groups of narcos. Right. Well, so in the United States, when you go to buy drugs from a guy in like his car, you're visiting a narco. Right. Right. So that guy is like, you know, just like some guy who's been smoking pot all morning and is like, oh, here's your meth, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so do you call that guy the cartel guy? Right. So what, what basically the government there has done is they've set this big narrative up that there's like a unified group of narcos called the cartel, right? Which is like just a group of people who are ruthless, violent, and all this stuff to justify military invasion into the actual suburban areas of certain cities, right? And uh, the fucking ironic part is that a lot of people running in government there. Are involved are in the involved cartels. Are involved in yeah. the drug trade. Um, well, so, what, are they fighting a war yeah. against themselves? Well, yeah, and well, I think, so, I think, <clears throat> like, right now, there's, a there's like, just, yeah, as you said, like, a metric shitload of cartels all fighting for, like, territory and distribution shit. Yeah. I think at one point, there was, there was, like, um, a collection of, of, of people who, like, got together, and, and so there were, like, six or seven different individual people who like who who exported cocaine and they all said if yeah. we because you know the and, and they made they made yeah cartel and they're like hey if we all work together and if we stop infighting like we can sell so much cocaine because we because it's all about like like the how the cartels got rich is they figured out the the this the the supply economics of how to get cocaine into the states yeah uh helped by the cia like the cia super duper helped them with that and right and helped fund them but um and then like there and then anyway so i think there was like at one point in like the 80s a unified cartel and then it just fractured and then those those parts fractured and then those parts fractured and then those parts fractured well like um the book explores the fiction side of things where it's mm-hmm. like let's take a look at the like literal just like a book right like let's let's take a look at a book of fiction written in mexico about crime at certain different intervals of time mm-hmm. and they're like because fiction is usually a response to truth right um it, if the if the world is like mm-hmm. that then it is a response to the world being like that or vice versa mm-hmm. um so like a lot of people are like, oh, if you look at fiction, then there's there's no narratives there. There is. It's just right. psychoanalytically. So a lot of the fiction from like the eighties 
started portraying the cartel as these like ruthless guys who would like leave severed heads piled up in the desert and shit. And you know, like Sicario, right? Yeah. Where in Sicario, there's like the bit where they, the walls have like a shitload of bodies in them and stuff. Yeah. And so they just paint this as like being the primary narrative of like, you know, uh, so, you know, that, that whole, when, if it bleeds, it leads thing. Right. Um, that's exploitation. Right. That well, what that's describing is exploitation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say it and are like, yeah, no, it's good actually to to, you know, exploit um death in other countries. So, but what is what is that doing? You know, it's it's basically saying before we even really can possibly understand the political ramifications of this we're going to report on it as being a shocking incident of this like government narrative mm-hmm. you know and it's like you know what nobody trusts the state anywhere for some goddamn reason uh right. it's almost like they have fucked us around in war for decades and have um let us down politically consistently and elected leaders that were psychopaths regularly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it has something to do with that. Probably. Um, Andy Lee, is that a, is that a ghost recon wildlands reference? Probably. I, anyway. Um, so there's like this distrust, but for whatever reason, whenever it comes to like news media and journalism, people immediately just start sucking the dick of the state. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, whatever the state said is obviously true. So like fiction people, true crime people, like they start, they start painting up this, this thing. And by calling it truth and calling it like somewhat objective, they're not discounting the language used to describe the situation. Mm -hmm. So like I've been doing a lot of research on cartel videos lately, Mm -hmm. which is to say like, you know, like videos where the cart supposedly the cartel uploaded themselves murdering the shit out of some people. Mm -hmm. And like, did that shit happen? I mean, obviously it's on camera, right? But there's this thing that's going on with them that people often don't comprehend. And that is that, so, so there are two reasons why something gets filmed, right? Mm -hmm. It's either, um, they, they're filming the thing because they want it to be captured on film Mm -hmm. or, they're filming the thing incidentally because they think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so they, the narrative for a lot of these, these videos, uh, these like supposed cartel videos are the narrative is that they were incidentally filmed by people who were around and were like, Whoa, this is, this is crazy. We got to film this, mm-hmm. you know, something crazy caught on tape that we were doing, you know, not thinking that it was intentional. Right. You know, not thinking that every like everything that we're seeing in that clip is with intent. Mm-hmm. And if it's with intent, then you've got to ask yourself like, well, who made the video? Right? Mm-hmm. Who made the video? And why did they make the video? Right. And a lot of them have fucking edits in them. Mm-hmm. Like just edits. And it's like, so why is this getting around and why are these things like being edited and being treated with like videography level uh, care, Mm -hmm. you know, it seems like it's non-incidental. 
if it were incidental, we would just see a piece of it. I mean, like, look, I've been to a million punk shows where people start, like, beating the shit out of each other, and it's like, let's film that. And you get about 10 seconds of that, and everybody's like, wow. But a lot of these videos are fucking minutes long. Yeah. You know, so there's intent behind it. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, wow, it's so fucked up that they, they keep injecting these people with, like, adrenaline to keep them alive and keep them feeling the pain. And it's like... No, they inject them with adrenaline to keep them alive so that they can continue to film them. Right. Well, I think part of like a, a part of that is like, you know, the state's power comes from violence and I think there like it there's a lot of cartels in areas that are trying to become a state like a a narco state. Well, I mean, and so it's like I don't know. I I see it as like a projection of power, but Yeah, well, it's 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 hard because like um, there's this thing where culture parodies its own idea the second it hears the idea. So mm-hmm. if there's like a genre of music, anybody who goes, I hear a genre of music, I'm going to make that genre myself, mm-hmm. um, is usually, uh, making a parody of that genre inherently. Mm-hmm. So cartel violence now if it exists for the purposes of shock in any sort of sense, it's doing so as a response to the instructions they're right. seemingly given by the state. Right. Well, and like, so I, so I grew up in West Africa. Yeah. And like the Boko Haram is the big like extremist group in yeah. that area. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason they were so incredibly dangerous is they were really pissed off that American journalists would only cover like mm-hmm. Al Qaeda and yeah. shit in the Middle East and not and nothing in like West Africa. So right. they would like intentionally go so much harder than like Al Qaeda ever would right. to try to like one up them so that yeah. they would get news coverage. Right. But because they because like the American journalists and population is just inherently racist against like Nigeria. They could just never get the same coverage as like Al Qaeda. Wow. And so but it but it was it was like literally like like news it's like the so like Al Qaeda would do something, the news would cover it, and then like Boko, like Al Qaeda would like capture, like kidnap twenty girls at a school. Boko Haram would kidnap like three hundred girls and not, yeah, and not get nearly nothing. as much news coverage. Yeah, and Boko Haram was just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Come on!" Well, so uh, another thing you'll learn about a lot of those cartel videos is the the people that they're torturing and killing are the police. Makes sense. And you're like, well, okay, so more more than anything. In a lot of ways, they are trying to scare the police. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, They're trying to tell the state to fuck off because they keep coming into their neighborhoods with fucking militarized... And they then they have to get militarized, which when it's like there is a rampant capitalism to it, but there's a rampant capitalism to the drug trade mm-hmm. in general. And if you fucked with the drug trade at all anywhere in the world, you know that there's it's yeah, it's rampant capitalism, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's you know uh, <laughs> rogue medicinals. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think it's gonna be? So, but but like. I don't know. A lot of the stuff that happened in the Middle East, there's the justification that there's like this uh, back and forth between the rampant capitalism of the oil industry, the militarization uh, coming from the United States, mostly having to do with protecting capital, mm-hmm. and then the people themselves, like 
going really uh, hard on on like those people. So it's like you're getting violence from like these three different trajectories. It's the same situation with the carts, the cartel. What what is this saying? Um, I'm 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 trying to trying to parse it. Oh yeah. But um, while you're while you're reading that, and and we will respond in a second to it. Oh yeah. Uh, ads down ads. Are we supposed to do ads? Okay. Uh, I go. think we're about that time. All right, uh, go ahead. All right, let's, let's do it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, those of you who've been here the entire stream and or uh, just catching us on YouTube uh, earlier, I was talking about uh RPG tabletop RPG takes. I love tabletop RPGs. Um, so you can trust me. I am a trustworthy source uh hashtag i hunt good good great shit. good shit and i was i i realized that i i just need to stop doing the okay symbol because i i do it as like good. i do it a lot yeah but, but the reason I'm i not, do it, it this isn't white supremacy this okay. is a good yeah like um <laughs> i i do it a lot uh but and, and no one ever gives a shit, really, uh, I, in in the real world. Uh, yeah, but this, but we're online, and I just want to. Yeah, wanna yeah, no. Uh, uh, fuck white supremacy. <laughs> uh, yeah. If well, you hate white supremacy, you should go play hashtag I hunt. To be honest, I feel like that's fairly assumed. I, about, I think that I think that they're going to be really, really happy that we took, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, that we took their ad read and turned it into a, an argument against white. Maybe they they're fine with it. Listen, maybe. I I just I just I don't love, think they're they're cool with white supremacy. I love so, the ongoing. Like, they they also despise it. I love the ongoing campaign to like de-radicalize Pepe. And I I so I am so now and you're in support of this. I I am in support of, okay. of of using Pepe not as a Nazi symbol, but as the frog he was intended to be. The frog he was intended. <laughs> um, to but. Be. Yeah, so uh, it's it's a game about uh, hunting monsters in the gig economy. So in the game, you like get an app on your phone, and you're like an Uber driver, but you're killing Dracula, or werewolves, or yes, ghosts. Uh, yeah, so go check it out. Links are in the description. Um, also, if you notice, uh, we have art on our walls because we hate the color because we hate white. the landlord special. We do, and it's not just on that wall. There's art all I'm over. I'm trapped in here. Um. So if you like, if you don't like the landlord special, go to Amy Dream Studios and wow, I feel better because now there's stuff on the walls and I don't feel so trapped. And put some stuff on your walls, or uh, they sell clothes. Put some stuff on your body. I was trying to do a very visual ad. I, I was like, I'm trying. I'm, ah! I'm, I'm 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 new to this to this visual, to this visual medium. <laughs> uh, New visual medium, visual. as they call it. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Don't have landlord walls. No. Uh, go, go buy. Don't buy be some, a bitch. Don't be a. Go bitch. get yourself some art. Yeah, that's um, my argument. That's my entire argument mm-hmm. for why someone should do this. Yeah, and links are don't be down in the description. Uh, we also <laughs> like to thank everyone on Patreon. Uh, Wait, is it, I, I I like the idea of of the mask slipping about about advertising. So we go from like the world where advertising is like, yeah, you know, you need this this <laughs> new cool thing. It's just being like, if you don't do it, then you're um, then you're a, bitch. a loser. You're you suck. Fuck you. Yeah, like. Completely, the only, just the, the only way to s- let the mask slip. The only way your parents will love you is if you, <laughs> is if you buy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All um. right, all right, all right. If you hate what we do, and thank you for hating it, because like 
Uh, I us, hate it too. Let us know in the comments and drive up our engagement. Yo, I'm uh, I I'm not talking about haters. I'm talking about people who hate us so much they want to give us money. Oh, Patreon.com/slash. Yes. <laughs> your take is X is uh, the place to go if you want to see us do this, but for money. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um. Think of the satisfaction you'll feel being like, I paid for this shit. Well, I mean, the the people that the good people that actually like really put in the uh, the effort and time and care uh, to help us build this shit have now gotten us to a place where we're doing this on video and it's turning into a whole thing. So it's like, well, clearly we're getting somewhere here. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, nothing to can't can't <laughs> can't stress that enough. Yeah, we're making progress and we legitimately wouldn't be here without the support from Patreon um because our lives are just going nuts and the support from Patreon really helps us keep this going. So yeah, um uh, links for that will be down in the description. Um uh, yeah. anything else you need to chat out? Um do you want to tell anybody about like your weird habits or hobbies do you have any fetishes you want to tell them uh while we're on the ad break while we're on the ad break okay have you recently begun dressing as a clown no no no, feet Feet? all right (laughs) no Uh, are we really gonna do this no i I was doing a bit or Um, was i you'll never know last night i i i said a thing that kind of like thank you analog it it cooked the noodle of a lot of people that i was standing around and we had a real think about it so Mm -hmm. i wanted to bring it to your attention um if you're fucking a clown like (laughs) get that uh, pussy hold up if you're fucking a clown um i feel personally like i would struggle to do that I would have a hard time fucking a clown. And it's not because they're a clown. That's fine. I don't care. The problem would be that I wouldn't know whether or not they wanted to actually have sex or if they were just trying to make me happy. (laughs) (laughs) And so the whole time I would be like, okay, but for real though, is this good? Do you want this to happen? What you're saying is you think all clowns are such bottoms that they're incapable of communicating what they want sexually and and, and you're you're scared of them agreeing to things that are not comfortable because they, 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 they don't feel they don't they they don't feel like they have a voice in the in well, the and, in the sexual And uh, like well exchange. imagine imagine you're fucking a sad clown. And they're just like, no, like I have to, no, this is like my thing. I gotta be a sad clown. That's my whole thing. And you're just like, yeah, but you're sad and I'm having sex with you. Like this is breaking (laughs) my heart. Like I have too much empathy to fuck a clown is my point. And, and that makes me feel shitty because I think that clowns should be fucked by somebody. I'd fuck a clown. I'd get that clissy. I know you would, but see the, the, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm different. I'm weird. I mean, and I think you're you're just like I don't know. I feel like the clown would have a hard time with me. <laughs> I 
how you're like, you want to talk about any fetishes? No, shut the fuck up. I'm going to talk about fucking clowns. <laughs> well, like, nobody talks about it. Like, because I, I just want to know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I worry about the person that can just fuck a clown and not feel this, like, are you performing uh, right now <laughs> feeling? Or if I feel like... The kind of person that fucks a clown is a saint because that person is just like, yes, I understand that you're not performing and I'm not getting tripped up by that. See, I'm going to fuck you anyway. Real, real talk. Uh, the other May, the May in the computer is coming through with good takes. So listen, so if, if, if you want, if you want genuine engagement with that question, listen, listen to the, listen to the May, May on the, uh, on the computer. <laughs> What are you uh, talking? What? What's the, happening? There's there's Maynard or Maynard. Yes. The, um, anyway. No, uh, but so my point is just like, uh, yeah, you really got to prep a clown. I feel. Yeah. You, you session, know, you got or you zero. at least a, a clown has to prep me. You got to make me balloons first. You yeah. know what I mean? We got to have a balloon animal. You gotta you gotta fucking pull the 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 scarves out of your throat. You mm -hmm. know, you gotta do a magic trick or some shit. Cause like. There's no way that I'm just going to get... I'm just, I don't just fuck anybody. <laughs> you got to make me a balloon animal, you son of a bitch. So, like, a balloon animal of, like, a dick. <laughs> and you're like, this is your come up? This is all you got? Um, no, it's, it's been weird. Um, oh, clown aftercare. You got to get all the grease paint off. Yeah, with, like, a towel. Yes, here's your towel. Sorry. If you want to reapply, I'll understand. Like, if if that is a big thing for you. Okay, I. Are we done talking about fucking clowns, or do we want to keep if talking, we, if about, we keep talking about it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Just, You're gonna get horny. I'm gonna keep. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep talking about it, and then we'll all, re we'll all regret being brought to this. Oh to boy, this howdy! Point. I think we already do. Um, I, and I brought us here, so blame me, okay? Um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh more than it, it, my my basic point is just that um I feel I feel like the clown girl thing is cool but I just have way too much empathy to get into it. That clown girl meme lived and died so fucking quickly. It did not. There are there are women not. right now who are making decent money um being clown girls. Are, uh, you know, you know, braver than the troops is what I have to say to that. Why? I don't know. Do you just, think being a clown is bravery? I think I think being a being a, to be clown, brave sex to be a clown worker is is uh, implicitly oh, well, sex shows. workers are implicitly brave. Yeah. But but clowns cl I are are they implicitly brave? I think I think your average sex worker is implicitly braver than your average shoot. Stop making me dig this hole deeper. <laughs> Was John Wayne Gacy implicitly brave for being a clown? No, I never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, this is you, this is ideological deadlock. I, like you can't fight me here. Was John Wayne Gacy a uh, um brave for being a clown? Did he? Did I? Okay, so I don't know a lot about get fucking wrecked. I don't know scrub. a lot about serial killers. To be honest, did did John Wayne Gacy go for women or kids? Kids. Oh well. You see, I think I think if you're a brave serial killer, you have to like you have to like pick up guys like to kill from like a gym, right? Like um, like you have to like you have to like <laughs> snatch people from CrossFit. You got to go to the nightclubs. 
No, 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 no. You, 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 CrossFit? Yeah. So what you're no, saying that is, saying is, is, is when you're a serial killer, you go to the motherfucking... If you're a brave serial killer, you find the prey that could kick your ass, right? You like... Right? Um, children are horrifying. Performing in front of them is all the horror of stand-up, but the entire audience is even more aggressive than drunk people in a club if you don't perform well. It's true. Children are fucking awful. I yeah I'm I'm not I'm not a huge fan of children in general. All right, do you want to start shitting on children? Let's start shitting on children. Your uh, take is excrement. Okay, your take is on, on children. I w- I believe it or not was once a child. Do you want to have kids in no. your life? No. no, no, no. I was a giant piece of shit as a child. Uh huh. I was an uncontrollable mess, and I would not want. I would not wish that on anybody. Yeah, I, I do not want to participate in making another one of those. Well, I read I read um, Conspiracy Against the Human Race, and there's an argument in the book that's like, you know, we should probably all cease having children as consciousness is a nightmare and the human experiment has failed. And I was like, you know... No, well, yeah, I don't agree. With I'm that here for that because there are there are babies I would die for. Like there are, yeah. My, I don't uh, know a single fucking baby right now. My niece. Oh, yeah, you have my a niece. Little, that's my cute. Niece, that's Sam. sweet. I uh, yeah, I have no babies in my life. I have an online friend who, as a bit, I don't. I, I think he's only half joking about this. He's raising his son to be the the, the con of the post apocalypse. So he's like. He's like preparing a diet plan for as his child grows up, yeah, to like maximize muscle growth. <laughs> so he's just gonna like make make the god king of the future for when the post apocalyptic, like when the post apocalypse happens. Yeah. Anyway, so like the Ubermensch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's great. I would also a nine Randy and Superman. Is that what you're implying? Yeah. They're gonna build an Iron Randian Superman out of their child. Yeah, but I not, saw this meme. Not 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 in a creepy way. In a, in a, I'm gonna feed him the healthiest food until he can bench press 400 pounds. I saw this fucking meme earlier today. Sorry, I uh-huh. have to tell you about the meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw this meme earlier today that was like, um, people years ago, and it was just like, uh. Honey, we're finally at the place where we have enough food to feed exactly us. And we have money and a house. We should breed until uh, we have had as many children as God will allow. And then they have like fucking 50 babies. And it's like kids now. And it's like, my family is my cats. My kids are my cats. (laughs) And it's like very real. And I know that this is a tacky thing. This is tacky. But my point is just, I think that that, that depiction of the past is very unhinged in a way that satisfies me. Yeah. Where people are just like, well, darling, I guess we'll have another. So, I don't know. It's just in conclusion, there are two babies that, that, that there I are two babies I know inside you. that I would, I would die for. Uh-huh. But... I don't know. I think so. I so I like in general. You know, I'm not gonna have kids. I don't want kids. I would adopt a kid probably. Because, See, that's where I'm at. Because that's like ethical and shit. But like, yeah. I think it's very hard to talk about how we need to reduce birth rates without getting into eugenics like uncomfortably quickly. Right. So it's just something I try not to talk about because it's incredibly easy to just like whoopsie into like a Nazi take. Right. Um. Whenever you're talking about about like. Uh, uh, like trying to trying to check or cease human reproduction. Uh, right. So it's just it's just one of the topics where it's like 
I don't I don't have a super evolved take about it, but my take is generally like I feel like the more people talk about it, the closer they get to eugenics, and I don't like that. I I, I feel like people um people talking about having empathy for children is is over like almost over a lot of empathy for adults is is very strange. I think well, it's interesting who we choose to have empathy for. Yeah, because well, like I, you know what. A lot of people on the internet are trying to like gauge the value of life on based on different right. characteristics, and that I feel is kind of shit. Well, and I think I think moral ethics have been terminally trolley problem. Brains. Oh, one hundred percent. Everything <laughs> right? has been trolley problem brain. Well, where and- it's like, well, think of the kids. Yeah. Well, and so and I think that like and it's like let's think about them. And, and uh, so I think like that's definitely like a leftover from you know your evolutionary like we have to protect the children yeah like, protect your off protect your offspring well like and a lot of it is like oh we shouldn't be abusing kids but it's like well you know a lot of parents hit their kids <laughs> like a lot of parents have have and will continue to hit their kids and a lot of those kids will grow up to hit their kids and like these are problems yeah. right um and and it's like we should probably be up in arms about the whole package of things right. instead of just the one thing. And I find that a lot of people online right now are freaking out about like a lot of really bad shit that happens to kids on the internet and like or a lot of stuff that that's like filmed and then shared uh, on the internet. And so I'm just kind of of the mind that it's like, well, a consciousness is a consciousness and pain is pain and a a human life is a human life. And Mm -hmm. like none of us really know what's going on. And the illusion of, of life experience uh, on our child self, I think is also kind of a, misnomer so i think that it's kind of a an all or nothing thing where it's like you know i feel like you've got to be equally appalled by um you know fucking you know a a fucking police shooting or a mass shooting here in the states Mm -hmm. in the same way that you have to be about uh hurt core and shit like that like yeah i don't feel like i feel like if one of those things is somehow shitty i I think the the difference in you know like people uh experiencing the pain that children experience on earth uh for morbid curiosity and pleasure i think that in and of itself is fucked up um but when you add the capitalist multiplier of people like literally filming themselves hurting children for the purposes of like giving that to other people who are into that. Right. And not even like like, such a fucked up multiplier. And like not even the legal shit, but just the shit that like gets like the, like the kid vlog channels that are on YouTube and shit. But I think so like, but it's like, uh, okay, I'm, I just read Jeanette McCurdy's book. Uh, Uh, I'm, I'm super glad my mom is dead. Right. Uh, And in that book, she talks about child exploitation and I went through shit like that when I was a kid and you went through shit like that when you were a kid Mm -hmm. and like people go through that shit like when they're kids and nobody gives a shit. You know, right. the life of a kid is unfortunately to be exploited yeah, in a think- lot of different ways. And, like, children's suffering is is bad because it leads to a lifelong suffering. Right. Or potentially lifelong. But, but like, adult suffering is expected. Right. Well, and I think part of the... 
I think part of why children suffering is like worse is because they don't have the same like coping mechanisms or like yeah. maturity or awareness of the world and how it works. And so it's just like I genuinely think it's just the capitalist multiplier. It's the fact that it's not that people have done it because people have been doing that like shitty things to kids since the dawn of fucking time or some shit. And and mm-hmm. it sucked and people have fucking hated it forever and fuck those people. Uh well, not to say fuck the people who hate it, but fuck those people who do it. Right. We can all agree that. Um, but, and and so, like, that has existed forever. It's the fact that it's now some kind of industry, and I think that when people talk about that through a true crime lens, and they don't talk about the capitalist influence on the entire thing, they're, like, neglecting to talk about, in my opinion, the most important part Right. Well, um, I think something that would, really annoys me about true crime. I'm going to go yeah, on a tangent. No, here, that's fine. I'm talking shit about true crime all day. Is uh, is, is they're they're always like, well, we want to be respectful of the victims. Like we just we, yeah. we just want to be respectful, and then and then they proceed to spend an hour being like, I think these parents killed their fucking kid, and yeah. it's like, they they didn't, <laughs> and yeah. like. They're suffer. I don't know. It's just I find I find a lot of true crime is like they try to put up this like like pretense of 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 empathy and caring, and then they're just like callous for like. This is what I was saying about the self harm thing in my recent video, where it's like people bring up self harm to be like self harm bad. Here's a phone number, and mm-hmm. it's like this performative empathy thing. But they don't actually want to talk about their experience of it, what it's like, you know, the people that suffer with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have nothing to say to that effect. So it's like, why bring it up if you're just going to do it for points? And I feel like a lot of people who do this whole, like, we white knight for children on the internet thing are actually just encouraging people to get into it. Yeah. Like, they're, in a weird way, I feel like a lot of people didn't know that Daisy's destruction was even a thing until people started telling other people how fucked up it was that Daisy's destruction was a thing. And then because of that, people started to seek out Daisy's destruction right. more. Well, and it's I'm like- not necessarily saying that true crime causes the problem, but it definitely spreads the word. No, it no, I, I I would even say true crime contributes to 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 fucked up shit. Um yeah. and I think and but part of it is because like like if you're you know, it's it's like the fucking Dahmer movie. You're just fucking glorifying glorifying that shit. Exactly. Right? And it's like you can be like, oh, it's bad they murdered people, but oh, it, oh have you seen the pictures of Dahmer? It's it's, it's, it's so just, interesting. It's What's just, going on in his mind? He's yeah. so interesting. What's he's so complicated. He contains it, multitudes. It's just so fucking frustrating. It drives me up a like a fucking wall. Like, um, it's nothing just, can ever just be simple. I think that that's very frustrating, right? Yeah, because it's like. You can't just look at something on its face and be uninterested. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a that's like a flaw in humanity, right? Is like we see something, we see something fucked up, and we go, "I want to empathize with that in specific." Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, why? Why do people want to throw their empathy at Dahmer when it's not just victims? It's like the the shitty attitudes that lead people to places like Dahmer goes right right and and like why do people refuse to look at these things in simplistic terms on their face right like 
what is this? We need to go in interior and understand this on an interior level. And right. it's like, I do think people should know about stuff like that because like shit like that is scary and you should know what's possible. But at the same time, I think that it's, it's so frustrating to do the thing that's like, well, Jeffrey Dahmer's interesting. He contains multitudes. He's, he's like got this whole fucking life going on in there and like, we got to know all about it. And it's just like, you know, like he, he, he's actually a shitbag murderer. Yeah. No, just a <laughs> piece of shit. He's just a fucking shitbag murderer. Um, and like, while he may have been a complicated individual on some sort of level in the same way that everybody is choosing to call him a complicated individual and not the people he killed is uh, largely one of the big problems. Right. And then I think that the answer to that is like putting a big title screen up that's like, here are all the people he killed. And it's like, well, that doesn't fucking help anything. That just justifies the existence of what you already wanted to right. do. And so at some point, it's just kind of like, well, you can talk about certain aspects of it that, that make it interesting, but uh, diving into it as if it's some sort of really interesting dude, I feel is kind of kind of shit no and like and it's like all the movies go out of the way to show like he was just a lame fucking dickhead yeah he's like, just an he was, asshole he was just like an asshole that no one wanted to hang out with so it's like don't pretend he's fucking interesting or deep i can't wait for the john wayne but, gacy movie where they're like he was so interesting he was a cross-dresser and he liked to fuck like children and yeah. he was a clown and it's like wow i don't want to live anymore like well, this is not good or exciting why are we and so there's this like punk rock element to the way that people look at uh serial killers where they're just like oh shit yeah we we love to learn about a serial killer because they um uh are they're so interesting uh-huh and, and it's just like why because we the thing we know about them is not that they you know worked at wendy's but it, that they killed women like yeah. i don't know or killed gay men or killed black men or killed children insert, or whatever the fuck it was insert it's whatever. just sort of like yeah i don't know so I, I just feel like we use shit like that as like justifications for stupid uh, perpetuations. Yeah, uh, and well, that's and, kind of frustrating. And to go off on another tangent on that, uh, um, Secret Society of Goths was talking about in the chat. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, America has such a pitiful fucking excuse for like mental health care. Oh, terrible! It's like there is a time in my life where I like called. My, I, I was in college and I called their mental health line and I was like, Hey, I'm like depressed and suicidal. And I'm like, I can't cope with my like ADHD. I like, I like failed all my classes. I don't know what to do. Can, can y'all put me through to like a psychiatrist? Um, and they were like, well, it was, a uh, it was September when I did this. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, absolutely. We can, uh, we can, we can get you a, uh, we can get you in on, uh, is the end of December good for you? I was like, no, the fuck it isn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, this is like a, this is like a, this is like a now problem. Like, right. this is like a, like anyway, a let's go, like, it's this is, time problem. I'm like, this, this is a cry for help, y'all. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, so, well, and so then they were like, well, we can put you through to like some doctors in, or some psychiatrists in the area. And I was like, please <laughs> yeah. do that. If yes. you can put me in touch with any the fuck one. Yeah, and so well, and so then they gave me five numbers, uh, three of which. Didn't, weren't psychiatrists. Okay. So they, and two of them were just like GPs. The other two were like full, yeah. or like family practitioners or whatever. Yeah. So like, 
And and then I was like, well, should I call like the suicide hotline? And I was like, well, if they, if, so if I call them and if they like call the cops yeah, and I get like, have to spend a week like an inpatient, that's going to exacerbate, exacerbate every single problem I have. Like that's right. going to make every problem that is causing this worse. So I can't do that. So I was like, yeah. Like, all right. Well, like, like what the fuck is there to do now? Well, and like, I don't know. Uh, I think that. The fact that so, so many people respond to shit that I make and they say like, you know, seek therapy or they're telling other people, it's like, if you're having problems, you should seek therapy. And it's like, do you know how expensive therapy is? Yeah. Like, and people go, well, it's worth it. And it's like, yeah. Okay. So it's between eating today or going to therapy once this month and getting no actual answers. Yeah. Like... The thing is, we all just want to pawn problems off on each other so that we can advertise shit to each other so that we can make money off of each other well, instead of at any point trying to be human and connect with each other. And because of that, we pawn the problem off on therapists who are like, we'll happily take your money to entertain the possibility of talking about your problems. Right. Well, and like, I, I think there are good therapists. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I think they conceptually work. But yeah. like, every therapist I've had has been okay to like probably making it worse and this is this isn't like an anti-therapist thing because it's like it's like if, if you're having problems and you have the opportunity to, to talk to a therapist like do that like i'm not yeah. i'm not trying to say don't talk to therapists well, for sure but, but like, like when i was in high school i had a therapist who like would just call me in and just like try to try to invent problems for me to have yeah. um, and i was like no i don't have that problem and he'd be like no no no, you do we have to work on it and i'd be like but I, I don't. Yeah. So it lasted for like a year until my dad was like, hey, can I have the files on my kid? And he's like, what files? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's just, it's, um, it's, it's frustrating. Well, like, okay, so I saw a therapist recently, um, like, that the, I, okay. I, I like saw a therapist for ADHD and they told me I didn't have ADHD. I had CPTSD. And so I was like, well, what if, hear me out, <laughs> what if I have both? <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, and then they were like, well, are you bipolar? And I was like, no. And they were like, well, maybe you are. And I was like, no, it's not like I have manic and depressive episodes. I'm pretty much consistently the same. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm always kind of going and I'm pretty content with that. But like... Um, it's it's mostly just I get distracted really fucking easily and I can't focus on my fucking life and I have used like medicine to help with ADHD in the past and it has helped. Um, I would love to uh, use it again one day. Yeah. And then uh, they're just like, well, no, I think we probably need to be treating the bipolar. And I'm like, I'm not bipolar. I'm trying to yeah. tell you. Like, I'm trying to tell you. I am, I am, I am, okay, I have CT, CPTSD, sure. I, like, I'm, but I'm, like, schizoaffective, uh, like, probably more OCD than anything. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm also an introvert. Uh, there's, like, a bunch of things. But, um... I, I don't know. I'm expected to do a lot of things socially, and a lot of my problems stem from being unable to focus on social issues, like on like mm -hmm. being in a so 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 a social situation. So it's just like 
fuck me. Like, I can't get any help. Right. Like, I'm trying to tell you what the problem is. And I understand that you're like, okay, but let's do this. And and they end up trying to prescribe you, like, drugs that are dangerous, Yeah, I, I've found. Like, and I keep, they keep trying. And I'm like, I've Googled that particular drug, and I, I feel like that might be dangerous for me. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, no, it's not. Well, and also therapists who don't have a license to diagnose you. And are yeah. trying to diagnose you. It's like I I recognize you've read the DSM yeah. five or six or whatever they're on, but like unless you can medicate me and like and like actually diagnose me, stop like like stop bringing this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and and so and then it ends up being like, are we talking about fucking my medical hormone balance, my mind balance, some mm-hmm. bullshit like that, or are we talking about the fact that I feel like lonely? You know what I mean? Like, how do I tell? And and so I tell a person that, that I pay, you know, to that I'm like, I'm lonely, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, fucking what are they going to do for you? Right. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. Have you considered getting a beer with a friend? And it's like, <laughs> well, how do I make friends? And they're like, have you considered going to a meetup group? Have you considered p- taking up a new hobby? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I made all my hobbies my job. Right. <laughs> so now the only people that talk to me in, in, in involving my hobbies are people that are like fans of me. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, is, is also lonely. So I don't know. My point is just like, I don't dislike the concept of a, uh, of a, uh, a therapist. I dislike the American healthcare system and I dislike the, like shitty neglectful attitude of just kind of pawning that crap off on other people. Right. And then I dislike the fact that there aren't any real conversations or narratives going on about that. So people feel like they're all dealing with it alone. And like, because of that, there's nothing is happening because of it. And like mental health stuff has been mistreated for the entirety of like American history and it's still pretty much being neglected. Mm-hmm. It's just like the way in which it's being neglected now, while similar to the way that it was prior, has taken like a kind of new form. Mm-hmm. It's like a similar-ish form. Um, but now we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. But we're still not doing anything about it. Nothing's changing. Um and that's frustrating. Do we need to end our podcast? I think we should end this 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 part. Yeah, of we it. Need to cut the recording. Cut the recording. Sure. Okay. Well, hey, thank y'all uh, for uh, stopping by and saying hey. Um, yeah. Okay. So so the mental health uh, system in America, uh, gold or shit uh, or shit. mid. Uh, I agree. It's shit. All right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey. All right.